Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Well, welcome once again to our Power Hour. Hello, Power Partners. This is our party time. This is the playground of Star Style, be the star you are. Brought to you by Be the Star You Are 501c3 Charity. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, and my wonderful Health Matters health guru, Heather Brittany, actually has laryngitis today and cannot even whisper. However, if you could see us on the radio, which I guess we really can't, she would be doing the whole show in sign language, which is one of the languages that she knows. But in any case, so we will not be talking today as uh, we had uh, advertised about uh, sleep anxiety. Instead, I'm going to take you on another little trip, and we're going to talk about some modern manners. And, you know, um, in this day and age, uh, how do we behave? Are we behaving badly through technology? But uh, coming up first, we're going to find paradise in our gardens. And very exciting, you're going to love our final part of the hour because we have a real treat. It's a rising star rock group from Nashville, originally from Arizona, that is a mother-daughter's combo. And their name is Lucy Angel. And they certainly harmonize great and they're just so fun. You can look them up during our breaks at LucyAngel.com. But I know that we're just going to have a ton of fun today. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Book Bash Blowout, which is going to be coming up here soon at 5A Rent-A-Space generously generously sponsored by Brooks Olbrey Children's Success Unlimited. So please visit btsya.com under events for more information. I'll talk about it more in the show. The Miracle Moment is just a source unknown. It says, make the most of what comes and the least of what goes. And I think that really sums up my year. If you've been following me since the first of the year, it seems to be that One disaster after another has befallen us, but 
as Heather and I so often say, it's not what happens to you that matters. It's how you respond. And if you can tell, I am very upbeat and very positive, and I just choose to respond in a really great way. And what's really interesting about it, I just kind of know everything must be happening for a reason, and that all good things are going to happen, and I'm going to find the pot of gold, and it's just going to be a great ride. And, you know, everything's turning out that way. So I love it. Well, right now we're going to go into the garden I love George Bernard Shaw's quote that says, God has given us a world that nothing but our own folly can keep from being a paradise. And how I agree with that. And for many people, including myself, around this time of the year, I have this insatiable urge to experience the exotic romance of a tropical island. I want to feel the sand between my toes. I want to listen to the waves pounding against the shore. I want to smell the seaweed-tainted salt air and soak up the sun. I just yearn. I want to snorkel with turtles and swim with sharks and perfume my hair with plumeria. And as winter wanes and spring sprouts, we're here in spring now, hammocks are really beckoning to me. And in paradise, the landscape is lush with flowers, trees, and vines that we normally only experience in botanical gardens. But what if we could take a trip to Fantasy Island? How can we plant a piece of paradise in our own personal place and space to release that fabulous feeling of leisure? Well, this is just a smattering of simple ways that you can plant the aloha spirit into your spring swing. The first thing I would love to talk about are palms. Now, nothing says tropical more than palm trees. When I first built my home, the first two trees I planted in containers were palms, and they were just one a gallon containers, the palms were about six inches high. And I just, I actually had them indoors adorning, you know, my family room. And then I replanted them and repotted them several times and had to move them outdoor. Now they're at the top of my driveway and these two lovers are well over 30 feet. They're fronds swaying in the wind to welcome me home. They're like my sentries. There are numerous versions and varieties of palms that you can choose from, including lady, queen, date, coconut, bamboo, sago. It just depends on what you desire in heart, in height, in heart, in hardiness, in leaf structure, and upkeep. And speaking of heart, there's nothing tastier than heart of palm. The second plant that I love and you can really find it in many places, is Bird of Paradise. When my daughter and I went on the college tour, what enamored her most about San Diego was sunshine, surf, palm trees, and Bird of Paradise, four ingredients of kickback island living. Hardy in Zones 9 to 12, Bird of Paradise are remarkably easy to grow in our area, and they're easy to grow indoors in cooler climates as long as the plants are given four or more hours of direct sunlight and they have good drainage. They do prefer temperatures of 50 degrees and above, but I've had no problem growing them even when the thermometer dipped below freezing, and I plant mine outside. And if planted from seed, just beware, they're going to take seven or more years to bloom. Otherwise, you are going to wait three or four years even when you just buy them in a pot. But they do afford such exquisite, long-lasting cut flowers, sometimes When I cut them, they're like three weeks, and they do look like a bird, and it reminds me of paradise. So you can put them in just a long stem vase, and you feel like you have a bird in the house without the cleanup. It's terrific. 
Hibiscus. Now, when you're looking for a really high-impact tropical flare with low maintenance, you can't beat the show-stopping hibiscus. Easy to grow. It's available in a kaleidoscope of colors. Hibiscus enjoys temperatures up to 90 degrees, but it doesn't do well under 30. And I've had that experience when planting it outside. When, when it got too cold, they don't do too well. But I can plant them up closer to the house. Hibiscus can be trimmed into gorgeous hedges, or they can be used as a movable container plant. Ferns. Now, usually when we think of ferns, we are often reminded of the verdant redwood forest or Victorian parlors. But in the rainforest, there are many varieties of ferns, and they grow wild in filtered light where they thrive on humidity and moisture. They're propagated by spores. And so I grow maidenhair, walking sword, and other hardy ferns in my outdoor landscape. And then I often use them in my floral arrangements. And, of course, you can use them indoors. The Boston fern is probably the most popular, and it is the one that was used primarily in uh, parlors of years of yore. Now, the traveler's tree, I bet this specimen stumps you. It is actually called Ravenala. Madagascarinesis. Now, that's a long name. Try to spell that. M-A-D-A-G-A-S-C-A-R-I-E-N-S-I-S. I think I just won the spelling bee. Now, it was named because it has these long leaf sheaths that accumulate a quart of water, and often they were used for drinking in emergencies by travelers. Now, evidently, that water is very murky, and it doesn't taste very good. It's sort of brownish, but... It is water, and it would keep you alive, you know, in a, in a stump, really, if you were really uh, in trouble. It is a Madagascar neighbor, neighbor um, native, and it has a trunk that resembles a palm. And then the fronds look like banana leaves, yet it's a member of the Bird of Paradise family, and it boasts white flowers. Now, in the tropics, the traveler's tree will grow to 30 feet. But I have three of them in large ceramic deck pots, and it reaches like a perfect height of about eight feet, and sometimes it dies back in the winter if it's freezing. Otherwise, it just kind of maintains. But a beautiful, beautiful tropical tree, and it looks like the banana. Bromeliads. Now, what is not to love about these perennial monocyclidons? In tropical settings, we see them attached to trees, to structures, or growing like pineapples. Now, in California, and in many parts of the United States where you, it is not, well, California is fairly warm, but if you're not in a tropical zone, most people will use them as house plants because they require such minimal maintenance. They do thrive outdoors in the heat as long as the weather will remain above freezing. Now, they have very brilliant bracts. They maintain their color for six months or more, and each rosette blooms only once. And what's interesting about it is as the mother is dying, it shoots up these pups. And the pups are born, and then they grow into a mother. They have a flower, and then they die, shoot up pups. It's in the repeat the cycle. Now, when you're watering, you also you always want to fill the cup on the top of your bromeliad with water. Uh, only when necessary, and don't water the soil because you don't want to drown the plants. Anthuriums. Now, originally, they were from Central and South America tropical rainforests, but now they're a mainstay in the Hawaiian Islands. And anthuriums flourish with heat, humidity, filtered light, and good drainage. 
The colors are pink, red, white, orange, green. You can combine them with other tropicals for a rich tapestry of vacation envy. And they are very easy to grow, and they just keep uh, blooming and blooming. You know, a lot of people, if you read about them, they'll, a lot of people will say, that they need a lot of uh, babying, but mine, I just kind of leave them alone and and just make sure that they're in that right light and give them water only when they're thirsty. I don't keep them wet. Jungle fowl. Now, in the islands, jungle fowl roam freely. The magnificently feathered roosters are protective of their girls and their offspring. The chickens are the domesticated version of these jungle birds. And although the boy's name may not be welcome in your neighborhood, The hens will deliver fresh eggs while fertilizing and tilling your landscape. Peacocks are another beautiful bird in paradise. I grew up raising chickens and peacocks. Now, while my egg business paved the way to my college education, the peacocks provided endless entertainment with their constant preening around anyone or anything they perceived to be female, including our ornamental cement ducts. A koi pond. You can experience the luxury of getting up close and personal with friendly, curious, colorful fish by installing a koi pond, probably the most popular of all garden installations. Now, the koi are really, they're very easy as long as the water is filtered, you keep it clean, and you don't let, you know, too much seaweed or any of that uh, get in the way. And just feed them, and you're going to enjoy some years of exotic water entertainment. So these are just a few ways to bring a slice of foreign fun to your home. And there are hundreds of dramatic plants to introduce into your tropical design, including begonias and orchids and amaryllis and bamboo and lilies and bougainvillea and mandevillas and vines of every sort. But just keep in mind that many of the outdoor plants that we purchase at our favorite nursery or in garden centers here in the continental continental USA are actually grown in the wild and tropical climates. And even if you don't decide to create a tropical paradise outside, you can always transport the tropics indoors to enjoy a bit of paradise. And finally, don't forget the importance of a water feature and attracting the birds. So spring has sprung, so why not bring the romance, the adventure, and the luxury of a vacation hideaway to your piece of heaven? Kick off your boots, grab your flip-flops, your suntan lotion, And tuck a bright pink hibiscus in your hair, and you will find paradise right here in your home. A couple of monthly reminders is you might want to check out a new science-based app called Tomato MD before you plant your tomatoes. The demo version is free. The full version is $2.99. You can get it at the Apple App Store or Google Play. But it identifies more than 35 diseases, insects, and disorders of tomatoes. So if you're a tomato lover like I am, then you may want to know more about your um, tomatoes. Also, allow your spent daffodils and narcissus to dry as they are. Don't cut or you're gonna have any, you won't have any flowers next year. And uh, the freesias, the bearded iris, the jasmine are all ripe for the picking now to give you a fragrant centerpiece. So make sure you pick some for your house. And this is the time to add nitrogen to all of your plants to, uh, you know, give them a, a boost of growth and also green up their leaves. And then finally, I am so excited about the Book Bash blowout happening on April 25th at 5A Renaspace in Moraga, California. It's going to be a fun, fabulous time with all kinds of brand new books on sale for rock bottom prices. 
All donations and money will support the literacy outreach programs of Be The Star You Are charity. Not only I, Cynthia Bryan, will be there to meet, greet, and autograph, but my incredible author colleagues, Todd Battle, co-author of Daddy Look, and maybe a couple of his co-authors will be there, and Pete Crooks, senior editor and writer of Diablo Diablo Magazine, and also author of the true crime book, The Setup, who was just uh, with us recently on the show. He will be there. So we're going to have music. There'll be orchestra. There's food, drinks, kids' crafts, lots of giveaways. The event is completely free, except for when you buy the books. And... I'll be giving out potpourri. I think I might even have some of my fresh eggs there for, uh, for sale. And our sincerest uh, gratitude to Brooks Albury and Children's Success Unlimited for sponsoring the event. Again, remember it's free, but also remember if you spend $19.99 or you make a donation of that much, you're going to get a free book of Blue Ocean Bob. So for more, and we have a couple other books that we might be giving away too, and we might have a raffle. We're going to keep it a little bit of a surprise. For more information, go to uh, starstyleradio.net and click on events, or you can just go to btsya.com and click on events. And we thank again Brooke Albrays and 5A Renaspace and the authors who will be joining us. So very excited about all this. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk about modern manners. Don't go away. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel, where we want to help you reach for the stars. Be right back. You are the star you us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Be the star you are. You 
your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a life that shines. Always so happy when you stay with me. I am Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. What a glorious day it is today. I just love springtime. Spring, summer, and fall. Oh, my gosh. My favorite times of the year. Yes, you're right. I am not a winter girl. Well, you know, technology, what has it done to us? It's changed the way we behave in public and in private. And in our quest to be constantly connected, sometimes we often forget common courtesies. So I wanted to give you a few tips on how to be polite and professional in both your business and your personal lives. So one of the first rules is about sharing carefully. In these days of posting and tagging and You know, connecting constantly and instantly and widely, sometimes it's hard to remember how your posts or your tags are going to affect other people. And it really doesn't matter what medium you're using, you know, whether you're on Facebook or on Twitter or whatever it is. The basic courtesies and remembering the golden rule always stand. And that means be respectful, be kind, be trustworthy, be gracious, and don't hurt people's feelings. Don't go and post embarrassing photos of people in, you know, compromising positions or in in bad uh, places. If you're going to post a photo and it isn't at all not attractive or not complimentary to the people that are in it, you shouldn't post it or contact them first before you tag them in it. I mean, would you want someone to post a picture of you doing something that wasn't respectable. So when it comes to social media, we've really got to bear in mind how um, how innocent posts can go viral and can really hurt somebody. So there's such a large scope out there. And you don't know if their uh, bosses are on there, you know, are watching or if it's kids, their parents or friends, relatives, whatever it is. So the first of all is just be very careful. Second, when you notice uh, your kids are on Facebook, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer of asking first. And yes, I want to know what my kids are doing. And Facebook really wasn't around when my kids were young. But even as adults, before I friended them or asked to be friends, I asked if it was okay. So w- what is sort of common courtesy if you are a parent well, is that if your kids or your kids' friends friend you, then it's, you know, friend them back. But kind of keep quiet. Just be an observer on the site, unless there's a really great picture or you're going to offer congratulations. But don't weigh in too much with comments and, you know, and uh, your rules of thumb because you don't want to seem like you're overbearing. Just remember what it feels like. And the same thing if, you know, somebody posts that they're having a birthday party and you or your child weren't invited, you know, you can't feel left out. I mean, I never feel left out if I'm not invited to something. In fact, sometimes I'm relieved. It's like I have so many invitations, I can't get around to everything. But the point is that it's not about you, it's about them, and we never know what the circumstances are. A third rule is, you know, after you've been to a dinner party or uh, a barbecue or any kind of party, it's great to send an email or a text to say how wonderful and and how great it was and say thank you. But don't give up on writing personal letters. It's sort of a lost art. 
But when you mail a handwritten note, it just means so much. And it's not a big deal to, to dig up that stamp and, you know, find some letterhead or a little card and just let them know how much you appreciate that you were part of their event. So a thank you really goes a better way, a, a long way. But if you don't have time to write a hand note, you know, an email or a text is better than nothing at all. Now, if um, this is the biggest one, and it's my big bugaboo. When I go into a meeting or I'm talking to anyone or, you know, like I'm on the radio now, the first thing that happens is all of my phones are turned off. And I just hate it when I'm talking to somebody and they're constantly checking their email or their phone or they're sending texts. To me, that's very disrespectful and it's distracting and it's not telling me that they care about who I am or what I'm doing. So it is hard to say, hey, can you just turn that off? Instead, what I do now is as soon as I go into a place with people, unless I'm expecting something that's really important, the first thing I would say is, you know, that being with you is really important, so I'm going to turn off our phone. Do you think we could both turn off? our devices so we can just spend some time together and see what happens. Now, if you are expecting something really important, you might say, I'm going to put my phone on vibrate because I'm expecting a really important call or an important text. And I don't mean to be uh, disrespectful, but I do have to take this. So just remember that. So it just, and it also bothers me if I go to restaurants and I or you're at a movie theater, or any place, and all you see is people on their phones. It makes me just crazy. It's like, can we just not, can you just not be together with somebody for a moment? (laughs) So you also want to model, if you are an adult, model the smartphone behavior and etiquette around your kids, because your kids are going to learn from you. If you're always telling them to hang on for a second, and you're always distracted because you're always, you know, looking at your emails and your texts and all of that stuff. They're going to do the same thing. So you can't tell them that we have a no tech zone at the table if your phone's at the table. So make some no tech times, you know, whether it's riding to school or whether it's breakfast time. I would definitely do it during dinner time. I mean, how much time do we have together anyway? We have to power down and disconnect sometimes. And so maybe set some ground rules. Now, um, if, you're, um, if you are videoing something, again, we want to make sure that you, uh, yet again, if you're going to post anything, that you're posting it appropriately. So a parent that is trying to watch, you know, a, um, is want, trying to watch her child ice skating but is only taking videos, you're not really getting to see the whole experience. So sometimes maybe you just want to take pictures of a little bit, post a little bit, and and then watch the rest. And then also when it comes to posting, be careful of how um, how big your files are because sometimes when you're taking a really big file, it could take a lot of space on somebody else's phone or computer, and depending on how old their devices are, it might not even upload or it might crash their computers. What I like to do is I used to, I try to import pictures and then send them as small so that, you know, they actually will go. It's, I don't know how people feel about this, but I'm going to say it anyway, is most etiquette rules or most etiquette places say that 
it's not a good idea to friend your clients or your business partners or your business colleagues or your clients on your personal spaces. So you may want to just have a, a personal social media and then you could have a business social media because you don't really want your professional contacts scrolling through you know, your vacations and other things that people are, are posting. Now, I will say, like for my Facebook, it's just a public thing. I really don't post personal things. Once in a while, I posted pictures of my baby geese recently, but I rarely talk about me. It's almost always about the charity or about the radio show um, or something that, you know, the teens are doing a lot about Be The Star You Are. So if you're looking to find out more about me, it's not going to be on social media. And then just remember that when you get these uh, invites from um, Evite kind of things that you want to RSVP right away because as soon as you click on it, the sender can see that you opened it. And it's really rude if you wait. So if you can't go, say no. If it's a maybe, say maybe, I'll get back to you. And if it's a yes, say yes. But don't wait for a better offer. Well, that's just a little bit of a few tips for you to have better modern manners in technology. When we come back from the break, we have such a treat because you're going to be talking to the mother-daughter's rock group, Lucy Angel. I am Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and we'll be back in just a bit, so don't go away. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know how to build rapport? Luck doesn't just happen. You create your own opportunities. When people like you, respect you, and have fun being with you, chances are you will have rapport with them. Business succeeds when you have rapport with both clients and customers. These relationships become your community. Try thinking of everyone who is important to your business as an old friend and communicate your desire to work together. Always be the first to offer assistance, knowledge, and support. Invite the other person to get in touch with you after a meeting. Thus, that will increase some friendly cooperation. Soon, you will become a trusted business associate. People do business with people. No matter what the cliche is, is business is personal. You want to treat others as you want to be treated, and you reap the rewards of rapport. Again, the golden rule rules. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information about coaching or booking a consultation, you can go to starstyleproductions.com. Or call 925-377-7827. That's 925-377-STAR. This business of show business is calling out to me. 
Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. You are the star. Pump up your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive, life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program, Star Style. Be the star you are. Hosted by the passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, thanks everybody for staying here with me. I am Cynthia Bryan and this is a party. You are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel, where we bring you the pioneers on the planet. And how much fun we are going to have in our next segment, because there's nothing better than I like in this world than mothers and daughters working together. And we have this up-and-coming, big-time mother-daughter rock group. They are called Lucy Angel, and they are on the show with us today, and it is going to be a wild ride. Hello, Lucy Angel. I've got Kate, Lindsay, and Emily, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love you, crazy ladies. That's, you know, um, your new single is called Crazy 2, T-O-O, and three of our rules here on Star Style Be the Star You Are are smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy. So I think we'll say smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy too. (laughs) So uh, we are so happy that you are here today. And I'm sorry that Heather Brittany, my daughter who co-hosts with me, she has actually laryngitis. So she's uh, listening in and doing her sign language. But uh, I mean, she actually (laughs) speaks, but with laryngitis, she has to do sign language. But you can't see that. So let's uh, talk about you. You uh, picked up and left Arizona, what, 10 years ago to pursue this dream of becoming uh, singing country music? Tell us about this journey and how you got the name Lucy Angel. I love angels. I feel like we're surrounded by them. So when I saw your name, it grabbed me. Oh, <laughs> well, this is Kate. Um, yeah, we uh, we picked up and moved to uh, Nashville about 12 years ago, but um, the name Lucy Angel actually comes from a, a World War II bomber. That's, my father was in World War II, and so it's kind of a nod to our Army background, or my Army background, and um, so uh, it comes from a World War II plane, but we, we did, we picked so, up, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, I think that's a wonderful memento, because obviously your daddy was very important to you, as as mine was, and so what a great honor that you picked that up. I'm sure his his angels are all around you. But I just want to say before you go on, Kate, the three of you look like sisters. There's just no way that you could be the mom. You just all, oh, you had your kids God. when you were four, I think. Oh, well, you know, I did start young, but uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. I graduated from high school early and, and so started my family earlier than I thought I would. But uh, <clears throat> we, yeah, we moved to Nashville like, 10, 12 years ago, and uh, decided to try to make it in, in country music. And, you know, it was a pretty big uh, move from us from Arizona. I drove the U-Haul truck 
with a car behind it, and uh, the girls drove the other car. That was a party. That was a party. With, <laughs> I with, am sure. Oh, yeah. We had our cell phones, but we also had, like, walkie-talkies. <laughs> I do remember getting lost in Memphis at night. I took the wrong turn, and, yeah, anyway... We could go on. Wow! <laughs> well, I was I was reading I was reading your website is so fun. I I've given it out at the top of the show, but I'll give it out now. LucyAngel.com for all of you just joining us. We are talking to the mother daughter rock group, the country music stars, Lucy Angel. So LucyAngel.com. But it's such a fun website. But you're say you're on the road and you've got the three girls. Obviously, you're the three girl, two dogs, a baby, your guitars, a mandolin, and of course, a lot of luggage. Your girls, after all. But who's baby? I know. Well, hey, who's baby? <clears throat> this is Emily talking. And hi, oh, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> hi. It's it's actually Lindsay's baby. She's got a two year old named McCartney who is the cutest thing on the planet. And um, so it really, truly is the circus going on the road with us. This is Kate. She's actually my baby. You know, I mean, <laughs> grandma's do same on this. <laughs> well, She's so, all I mean, of our. You know what I love. Is that you're a family? I mean, the family's all together now. The guys traveling with you are any of them significant others, or are they part of the band, or are they your roadies? What's going on? Um. Well, it or depends all of on the above. The <laughs> <laughs> sometimes um, there's significant others. Sometimes there's brothers. Sometimes there's guitar players. Guitar players. So. Um, I mean, a lot of the times we are fortunate that we, that the whole family does travel. We have two brothers. This is Lindsay talking. So yes, hi, Emily Lindsay. and I have, hi, <laughs> we have two brothers and then um, McCartney's dad is Anthony Smith. So he, you know, is in the music business, business as well. And sometimes, you know, he's out there for one reason or another. I don't know. But um, yeah, we... We are very lucky that we get to do this together and really don't have to choose between business and family. We well, and you have really, you know, I mean, I think that 12 years is a short amount of time to get where you are. I mean, congratulations. You were honored as the first Western American act to ever sing at the Great Hall of People in Beijing in China. I I mean, that is really, that's a huge, a huge coup to you, so... I mean, this, and it's, it's so hard to break into the music industry. Uh, you know, being in the entertainment industry, people always think, oh, I can do that, I can do that. It's so not true, right? It is harder than you would think. You can make a lot of money not trying to make it big in the music business. <laughs> if you're, right, if you're trying right. to sing at gigs and stuff, you're, you can make it, you know, a decent amount of money. When you, once you get to Nashville and you're really trying to make it, it's... It, it's a sacrifice, but you've got so many talented people here, so many great songwriters, and um, it's it's really been an amazing experience. Um, when we first moved here, we started going to songwriting events and just trying to absorb all of the, you know, extremely talented writers that are here and absorb their um, input into the craft of of writing a song and um, so many talented musicians so we we have just enjoyed the whole process and um i guess just kept going 
Well, you know, you just said it. I think the secret (laughs) to living your passion, and obviously this is your dream. In order in order to live your dream, you gotta think the dream first. And you guys thought big and you gotta go big. You know, you reach for the stars and you gotta land on something. But you also now have this uh incredible thirteen episode docuseries. Tell us about it. It's called Discovering Lucy Angel and it's following your family around as you work to get Lucy Angel's debut album going in Nashville and every place else. I understand that it was the production team um, that was from an Emmy Award producer who's known for producing the Osbournes, right? That got you going. How did you guys meet? Was it one of these events? Did they find you? Uh, You know, what's the secret here? Or what was, you know, how did it happen? It's so exciting when it happens. Cynthia, you, we got to hand it to you. You know your stuff. <laughs> well, listen, you know, anybody who doesn't know their stuff, they shouldn't be interviewing on the radio. I can't stand it. You know, I interview right. people all the time. And, you know, my biggest, my biggest bugaboo, ladies, is when people, because I'm an author of six books, and I do, you know, I do a lot of radio myself, just not even hosting. But what bugs me the most is when somebody doesn't do their homework. When they don't know a thing about you. <laughs> oh, like, thank why, you. Why did you even invite me on your show? It's crazy. <laughs> don't do that. Anyway, I think you guys are so amazing. I just, I love your song. We're going to play your song at the end of the a segment, by the way. So we're making the listeners listen to everything you're saying. So tell Woo-hoo. us about discovering Lucy Angel. I'm really excited okay. about it. So as you were saying, we are so lucky to have had JT Taylor, who created and directed the Osborne's reality TV show, um, be a part of our project. And he, you know, he stumbled into some YouTube videos of us and reached out, wanted to meet the family. And Lindsay was actually nine months pregnant at the time. So that was kind of funny. Um, That's also probably really good because what it showed is you were a real family, you know, doing real things like having babies. (laughs) Yeah, and that wasn't going to stop us. Yeah. Like, no, right. okay, so right. what? We have a baby, and we're taking the baby on the road. So <laughs> Exactly. Um, and you know what? Yeah, so- she's going to be singing. She's going to be on stage if she hasn't already been. I mean, I'm, how, who, who <laughs> wouldn't love seeing this little angel on that, you know, on stage, whatever, toddling around she, and doing whatever she does? Uh, McCartney is the star of the show. That of is course. <laughs> that is the truth. But, yeah, so... Met JT, and it was after we sang for him that he said, you know what, this is a story that I want to tell. And so he, you know, filmed a sizzle reel and ended up, Access TV loved it, which we're so fortunate to, you know, be on that network. The show airs every Tuesday night at 9 Eastern. Nine. And, um, yeah, so it's cool that the show follows us on our journey. Um, we, we're just choosing the single at the time, and we kind of had some issues with it. So you see us working with our radio team, and we ended up having to go back in the studio to address some production issues. Um, and then, you know, you along with that, you have all of the dynamics of the family, and you get to meet our two brothers. And like Lindsay was saying, Anthony Smith, who's um, baby Mac's daddy and um, it's just, <laughs> how, you know, how was it for you guys or how is it having cameras on you all the time in a reality thing? Because I think about me, I'm a really public person, but in my private life, I'm like really private. And it would just make me crazy to have cameras all the time. <laughs> Are you good with it? Because you're all so beautiful and you're just so talented. 
do you get any privacy or do you feel like now your life's an open book? Well, I, yeah, you know, in general, I feel like if you're going to do, you know, either be an actress or, you know, or a singer, for some reason, your life is just more public. Open, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to be public. People are going to find out about you anyway. (laughs) But the cameras, um, this particular crew and producer, um, there was a lot of trust with them. I mean, this is something, you're right, that could be extremely nerve-wracking. But that's key, isn't it? The invasion. They're respectful, and so you trust them not to invade upon moments that you don't want filmed. Yeah, they were, I mean, obviously, you know, we're trying to, make an entertaining show, but the fact that we're just rolling the camera and they're trying to, you know, capture the magic um, was, you know, I think something we did it. This is a docu-series rather than a, like, reality show. So right, right. It was, it was completely unscripted. Um, but there was a lot of trust between, I mean, even the cameraman. And, I mean, I know this is Lindsay talking and um, just... Even something as small as like, well, not small, but McCartney, you know, I mean, she's, she was around while we were filming 10 hours a day, um, every day. And she, if there was a moment where she was just being, you know, a a baby and needed some space and was crying, you know, they didn't follow me into the bedroom when I was trying to soothe her or calm her down or, you know, I, I, I feel like that they just, they were... They said we are all on the same team here. You know, we really love the, the the family and the band, and really want to help tell your story. And no one's, you know, here to, you know, make you look, make so you look you, bad. You know that you really chose correctly. You got a great production company, and you you have people with you that are now part of your family because you're all in that same integrity circle together. So that's really, yes. you know, that's really cool because that way you're going to. Get your docu, um, you're not a drama so much, but your docu, document. it's like a documentary, a music documentary of how yeah, you became yeah. who you are. So who are the writers? Are you all writers? Do you all, tell us about the collaboration when you come up with a song. Because I thought your song that we're going to hear here, this crazy too, was just so fun and so right on. And it actually worked really well with what I talked about earlier on uh, kind of tech manners and how people are always on their phones and they're texting and they're, and then, and we all do it. We're all crazy like that. So um, tell us about your, how it came to you. Were you just crazy with all of it too? Well, you know, this song in particular, we do write a lot of our own music and we specifically wrote for this album for a good six months and we collaborate all the time with different people and, and by ourselves, but um, this song was actually pitched to us at a pitch meeting day, like the day before we were going in to cut the album. And so it is written by Brandy Clark and Shane McAnally and Karen Rochelle. Um, and just all of them are just, you know, phenomenal, awesome. phenomenal writers. And I mean, all of us heard this song and almost, simultaneously just went Not crazy over it. <laughs> we were like, oh, it, but it really, it was, you know, I well, love it. You know, I also wanted to ask you, you have opened for lots of big names, you know, from Charlie Daniels, Casey James, Neil McCoy, Jake Owen, 
um, a lot of people. How did that come about? Do you have a, are you have an agent that's representing you, or a manager, or are you managing yourself, or how did you know? How's all the business part of it going for you? Well, we do have a team of people that are, you know, handling a lot of different things, and some of them come through our manager, some come through a booking agent, some through the radio uh, team effort. So it's it's really a, a combination of different um, venues in different varieties of ways that these come into into play. But you know, we have been very lucky to open for some really great acts in the past, and. Um, yeah, it's uh, we love being on the road. We love uh, you know getting out and doing radio tours and and have, uh, look forward. Do you to have it. a is you have a home base or is the road your home base pretty much? Well, there is that the road is uh, our home base, but it's Nashville when we get to spend the night in our own beds. Yeah, but and do you miss that or do you just you know because I miss I, I often miss being when I'm on the road. It's like oh as soon as I get home, it's like oh this feels so good. Although I carry my pillow with me, a little bit of home. <laughs> I should do that. Yeah, yeah. No, it, we really enjoy our time that we do get home. And I feel like once we do get off the road, no one wants to leave their house. We're like, all right. <laughs> right, right. That, I mean, I think that's natural because you exert so much energy and you're meeting so many people. And, you know, and you really have to be on all the time. Uh, how has your life changed since the days in Arizona, because in 12 years, it's like you have transferred, transfixed, and transformed just about everything about you, except for the fact that you're singing, you know, that you've always been harmonizing. How's your life changed? You know, it does, it almost seems like a lifetime ago that we lived in Arizona, because you know, once we got to Nashville, it's just all about the music and all about the band. It really is all about Lucy Angel 24-7. And that's how it's been for 12 years. And I think that that's how it's had to be to keep the dream alive. And um, it's, I love it. You must be loving Nashville. I mean, and now you're really a part of, you know, part of Nashville. So has it been... Do you, do you just look at Nashville as home or yes. Nashville home and then on the road, you know, with your fans and all the places that you're doing? Yes, Nashville is definitely home. And it felt that way, you know, right after we got to town, we all knew that this is where we belonged. And it seems so silly, but we feel, you know, we're all nestled in the hills and we really enjoy the seasons, you know, which coming from the desert you pretty much have right. hot, hot and then not so hot. So um, anyways, we, we absolutely... And then really hot again, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so now yep. you've got it all. I mean, I love Nashville. I just think it's beautiful, and there's so many beautiful areas around it and so much country, and people are really nice. You know, I've really, I really... I thought people were just so great. Well, you are, guys. You are amazing, and I want our listeners to listen to your song, and then I want them to go and buy your album, which is available in all digital formats. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Google. You can get it on iTunes. But I want you to go to their website, LucyAngel.com. You can go to their Facebook page. You can follow them on Twitter. You know, it's at LucyAngelBand. They're also on Instagram and, of course, YouTube. You guys are everywhere. And I'm so excited (laughs) for you. And 
I am. I love it. I love it when women make it big, and it's just so fantastic to have a female band. But more than that, mother and daughters, because my daughter and I are so close. And when we saw you guys, we were like, "Woohoo!" You know, we rock. They're just doing so. We're very excited about it. So we're really happy, and we also want to announce that on April fourteenth, you're going to be able to listen to Lucy Angel. They're also going to be guests on our. Express Yourself Teen Show, and you'll be able to hear them again and talk about their journey, and we'll see what's uh, what's going on. So is there any last thoughts you'd like to leave us with before I have to close out the show and we're going to play your music? Well, just thank you so much for having us, and um, tell your daughter that we hope she feels better. <laughs> we hope you feel better soon. Um, well, you, you know how that goes. You, you certainly can't sing if you have a laryngitis, right? <laughs> I had it last right. My mom had it last week. But I just, I have to say that I, we love the be the star you are. Like, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's a wonderful charity, be the star you are.org. Yeah, we're really all about empowering women, families, and youth. And you were doing it all. So, I want to thank Lucy Angel for being our guest today. Again, go to LucyAngel.com. I thank all of you out there for being such terrific listeners and allowing us into your life every week. Make sure you're tuned right here to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For information on the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. And remember that smiles keep us happy and kindness always prevails and love always wins. So until next week when we... We'll be playing again in our power hour. I encourage you to dream, create, and inspire. Make a difference. And now, enjoy Lucy Angel with Crazy 2. Thanks, ladies. Rock on. I know why she calls you always crying on the phone Driving by late at night just to see if you were home I know why she was wondering if you were telling her the truth Yeah, I know why she's crazy Cause baby, you done made me crazy too Be the star you are, the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star, be the star you are.
It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.